Welcome to Film School Radio, the on-air online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films. Every Friday morning from 9 to 10 a.m. Pacific and online at filmschoolradio.com. I'm your host, Mike Kaspar. Opening this Friday at the Chinese theater the chinese tcl theaters in hollywood is the first uh the first annual uh film festival called animation is film and we are fortunate to have with us today the founder of the festival and also the founder of a, a wonderful distribution film distribution for animation uh called g kids and that would be eric beckman eric welcome to film school thank you mike Thanks for having me on. Uh, thank you so much for, for coming on. Now, um, tell me a little bit about the genesis. What was the idea behind uh, the fe- the festival uh, of animation as film? Well, hmm, which, which narrative should we go with here? Um, <laughs> I mean, many, many moons ago, before there was a G-Kids, or when G-Kids was just um, in sort of its inception stage, um, I found an event uh, called the New York International Children's Film Festival, um, which had a bit of a different mission than animation is film, but um, but overlapping, I would say, in that, that that festival was trying to redefine what what was meant by uh, film for kids. Gorilla Kids was the presenter of that festival, and that sort of morphed into G Kids because when we had our website, uh, no one knew how to spell gorilla, um, and so gkids.com was the website, and then that became uh, the name of the company when we spun it off. Okay. So New York Children's, um, you know, was a really, really great event. And then because there, uh, at the time and up until the present, was no real big animation festival in the United States, uh, New York Children's was a place that a lot of uh, really amazing, amazing international animation uh, had its U.S. premiere. So we did, you know, Kiriko and the Sorceress by Michelle Ocelot, and then Michelle's uh, next film, Ezra and Asmar, an amazing film. Mm-hmm. Um you know, a lot of the, the Miyazaki films uh, did their first big theatricals at the uh, film festival. We did Kiki's and Castle in the Sky and um, Boca Rosso and others, um, Arietti. Um, and then, you know, Tom Moore's Secret of Cows, Cat in Paris, uh, lots and lots of uh, films. All, all four of the Memorial Hosoda uh, films uh, premiered at that festival um, from Good Hold Up Through Time, um, Summer Wars, film I absolutely adore, uh, Wolf Children, another f- film I really, really love, and um, Boy and the Beast all made their U.S. premiere at that festival. So, um, oh. you know, had been pretty deep into animation just through that festival, and then it was really around the time of Secret of the Kells when G-Kids sort of branched out as a separate uh film distribution company uh, that was specializing in animation, and we were fortunate to get the Oscar nomination um, for um, Secret of Kells. Uh, but still, most of my focus then, um, you know, was was on um, on the film festival that I was running in New York. Mm-hmm. We had the first thing that G-Kids really tried to do is to do an online um, platform. We had gkids.tv, which had a bunch of really cool short films, like 200 amazing curated short films. And uh, unfortunately, no one ever <laughs> came to the website. I think we were about 10 years too early or something. Yeah. But um, 
you know, and then it was really after uh, we had a double nomination for the Oscars with Chico and Rita and Cat in Paris that G Kids really started to ramp up and you know get to our, you know start getting to our current place where we're doing you know eight to ten films a year. And so, um, and meanwhile, my um, you know duties at New York Children's you know, diminished over the year from doing everything to being artistic director and then just being on the board. And so now I'm sort of an emeritus board member for that and I'm, I'm freed up and either because I like pain or because I thought there was a <laughs> real need for it, decided to launch this, um, this other festival. But the, the, you know, the, the reasons are a couple, yeah. um, you know, one is I think, you know, one of the things that's made G kids successful other than just sort of a really specific focus on animation you know, and um, and sort of the breadth of animation and just choosing films that we feel are amazing films and, and trying to find them well in the United States. But the, the, the concept that animation is a much broader um, art form than a lot of um, people are aware of or give it credit for. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we're, we're you know, known for being the home of Studio Ghibli, so we handle the uh, the actual and home video for all the Studio Ghibli films. We're known for our um, Oscar nominations. We've had nine uh, Best Animated Feature, which is kind of incredible. It still. is, it is uh, incredible. And it's, um, you know, I have nothing but gratitude for the, um, you know, the love that the, um, you know, that the American audiences and film audiences have shown for these films. But but still, despite all that, and despite um, you know the success of Hayao Miyazaki and others, um, or you know films like Persepolis or Trumpets of Belleville, or right. um, or even for that matter, you know Adult Swim and a lot of the real cool adult animation on television, people still just kind of knee jerk think, oh my god, animation that's for kids, or you know, um, and so the idea of having a festival that would really um, showcase sort of aspirationally what animation can be. So even if no particular film really, you know, encapsulated, you know, the ideals of animation, that that the selection as a whole would point directionally towards this greater thought of what animation can be. And also just a, a way to present, you know, under one roof in a condensed setting, a bunch of really amazing films so that people who, um, you know, maybe saw Spirited Away or, um, Powell's Moving Castle, or they, you know, saw when, you know, My Life is a Zucchini got an Oscar nomination. No, was that film, but they don't really, they don't go to Annecy. They don't go to, you know, Hiroshima or these other big animation festivals, Ottawa. So they don't really understand what that world is. So, but here for one weekend, you can come and buy 10 tickets to 10 films and binge watch some really amazing animation, get a taste for, um, again, the sort of broader sense of what animation can be, see some films that are going to be in the Oscar race this year. I mean, just, you know, meet the directors, because we have directors for most of the films in competition have directors attending for Q&As. And so it just seemed like a a really good idea to do that, especially in L.A., um, which is sort of the home of, um, you know, home of filmmaking. Well, I, yeah, I, I just want to point out, and I'm just going to take uh, the editorial uh, advantage here to tell you how much I've enjoyed your films over the years. Uh, you know, 
Some of my favorite films. Um, I love uh, Ernest and Celestine. is just one of my favorite movies. I think that is just a remarkable work. Um, there, uh, Chico and Rita. What am I? There's just uh, uh, Cat in Paris. Uh, just so many. And uh, the thing that I really appreciate your film, and Sita sings, am I saying that Sita sings the blues? Am I saying that? Sita right? sings the blues, yeah. yeah I mean, apparently. That, that is, that's a beautiful film. And uh, But I think what I really appreciate and what I think our audience should be more aware of is just the, not to disparage any animation coming out of like the Pixars, and they've made some wonderful films, but this is more of a this is real animation in the sense of uh and the creativity involved in it it feels more like the animation that we grew up with uh and but just spectacular just really great stories that go along with it that are soulful and and they have they have something to tell us as in about the human condition so often your films the films that you distribute and are a part of are just such wonderful stories and along with it, um, it just a, an amazing appreciation for the art as well. Um, I mean, you know, you, when you mentioned Pixar or DreamWorks, I mean, I, I, I mean, I really have a huge admiration for those films. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you know, you know, the Pixar films, um, you know, in particular are you know incredible, and we're actually showing the incredible. So <laughs> yes. I didn't mean to say that, but it came out. But um, <laughs> but but. Um, you know, but they're they're created with certain constraints, and um, you know the U.S. market is is huge, and for whatever reason, animation, um, you know, occupies sort of the tentpole blockbuster territory. So the success of these films is measured like in billion dollars worldwide box office. So if the film makes under, you know, two two fifty or three hundred at the U.S. box office, um, you know, it's you know it could be trouble. And so these films. You know, have to have to be very big four quadrant pictures. They have to drive, you know, not just the theatrical and home video and television and all that stuff, but theme parks and licensing and you know spinoffs. And I mean, these are really, really big endeavors for very large companies that have lots of people involved, and they do some amazing, incredible things. But if you know, <clears throat> you know, there's there's um, not that much real risk-taking that can go on or the risk-taking is just huge and so there's not a lot of films that um you know that can do it and so there's a lot of uh conventions and so most of the hollywood films are cg and they're rated pg and they're either comedies or they have a very strong comedic element and um you know um certain kinds of characters and the pacing and you know yeah. and so there's some range within it but you know if you if, if every film that was a live action film you know was a musical or a romantic comedy you know you might love romantic comedies but by the 20th romantic comedy in a row you begin okay yeah show me something else now <laughs> yeah. i'd rather see something else mm-hmm. and so i think that um i think some of the g kids films and the other films were not the only independent person out there distributing animation um although we, we do the most um you know you 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 know look at the lineup of of hollywood films and you you've seen three or four and then you know along comes something you know, very different, you know, you know, like the breadwinner or, you know, the song of the sea or the tale of the princess Kaguya. And you go, wow, what is that? Wow. And then, um, you know, and if you watch the film, then you walk away 
because they're, they're good films. At the end of the day, you know, I can't do anything unless That's unless right. I got a good movie. And That's so, right. um, yeah. you know, so the the trick is getting the audiences to see the films. The films themselves are good, and um, you know, no one's surprised when Moonlight, you know, wins uh, Best Picture at the Oscars. You know, uh, a, a smallish, you know, medium, small, low budget film. You know that would be called niche if it were an animated film. Um, so no one's surprised because good filmmaking is good filmmaking, and the people who um, you know watch movies and care about movies recognize good filmmaking. Um, but for some reason, you know, even after G Kids has like seven or eight nominations, it's always oh yeah, G Kids crashes the Oscar party again. <laughs> I mean, Star Wars did not get an Oscar nomination for Best Picture, and it's a huge movie, and it was you know, and so it just but, but for some reason animation is thought of as a different thing, and it's you know, yeah. and then so that so really the festival is about um, trying to take the blinders off of people and say, hey, there's animation is film. You can do anything that you can do. You walk into an art gallery and you look on the walls. And you don't see the same sorts of paintings, you know, from from gallery to gallery, museum to museum. You see every imaginable thing from photorealism to complete abstraction to, you know, expressionism and, you know, uh, on and on and on. Um, and and animation is the same, but it also moves. And, oh, there's sound and you can tell any kind of story. And so... Um, so anyway, that's blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah you know, well... Preaching well, to the choir. The, the, the bottom line is animation is film.com that's go right. online that's right <laughs> buy tickets buy tickets to four things a day bring your visine um binge watch amazing movies and um and come have fun with us because we're gonna have a party well, you, you are and i just wanted to kind of run through uh the the lineup on now it, it looks like the breadwinner is sold out on friday night the premiere um the first stop but fireworks looks like that's still open fireworks is a all these look great. I, I looked at some of the uh, some of the previews for some of these films, and then, and as you said, a lot of the films that are on your schedule have the Q and A with the director, uh, the Big Bad Fox, and other tales. Uh, I won't even try to say Zombillion. Zombillion. Yeah. Yeah. And that so looks, that looks great. By the way, that's a there's different styles, and this is the thing when you go to uh, animation as film, you will see. You'll see the range of different styles uh, that uh, that uh, are so compelling and so beautiful to look at. Uh, but it's a great lineup. It really is. Um, I I think I'm going to be uh, speaking with the director of the uh, Tehran Taboo. Um, oh, great! Yeah, as well as I hope others. So uh, it's uh, how many films we got? So we got three, six. There's 18 screenings. We have 12. Um, new films in competition. Yeah. Um, and again, most of those should have directors. I think like two thirds of them have directors attending. It's right. all on the website. Right. Um, you know, even the films that are sold out, we're holding a bunch of like VIP tickets and press tickets and whatnot. So those will all be released day of show. So if anyone really wants to go see any of the sold out screenings, I think uh, Mary and the Witch's Flower is also uh, technically sold out at this point. But we're going to have, you know, more tickets on sale. So you can just come down early get your name on the the wait list and my hope is we'll be able to get people in great it, um but you mentioned big bad fox and uh you know that's the second film by uh the Ernest celestine uh director director benjamin renee benjamin will be there oh wonderful 
Uh, Tehran Taboo that you mentioned is an amazing, powerful film. It had its world premiere at Cannes uh, Film Festival in May. And we have the North American premiere, the director attending, who's um, he's, uh, living in Germany, but he's an Iranian expat. And it's a very provocative film, sort of about the contrast between, um, you know, life in Tehran, where it's, uh, you know, uh, religiously conservative, patriarchal, you know, theocracy, basically. And then, um, you know, at the same time, you sort of have this underworld of, you know, partying and drugs and prostitution and corruption and sort of how those two live side by side and the way, in some ways, you have to break taboos, um, you know, just to be free or to be emancipated. And it's a real, it's a powerful story. And it's uh, about these three women. And it's really an amazing film. It really a pretty incredible film. Fantastic. Um, Fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, this looks great. Uh, I want to remind our listeners, speaking with Eric Beckman, he's the founder of the film festival, uh, Animation is Film, as well as the uh, founder of G-Kids, one of the, if not the finest distributor of animated films in the world, certainly uh, right there with them. And you've got a really great uh, supporting cast of partners and sponsors. It is a Really, it's wonderful to see for a lot of reasons, but not the least of which is this looks like a sustainable model for you to continue to do this every year, if not more. I, I'm, I've been really grateful for the level of support. I and mean, we, we reached out, you know, first to Annecy as a partner, Annecy being the you know largest uh, film festival annual event that takes place in June every year um in Annecy, France, which is right near Geneva. It's a gorgeous, gorgeous uh, location, great film festival, uh variety, uh Asifa Hollywood. Those are sort of the key sponsors and you know others, yeah. Google's on board. Google's doing a big VR um um lounge in the lobby for free, uh both Saturday and Sunday from twelve to six. So that'll be fun. Uh, but yeah, but but all you know, most of the studios are on board as industry partners, and um, it's been really, you know, I, you know, we're from New York, we're even from LA, although we are opening an office out here in April. But um, you know, the idea that we can come here and say, hey, this is an idea, what do you think? And everyone's, yeah, great, let's do it. And so, you know, I really feel like it's making stone soup in some ways. So we said, hey, we're going to make this big soup, and we have a stone, and someone brings a celery, and someone brings some turnips, etc., etc. Yeah. So. Yeah, it looks um, awesome. This is really terrific. Yeah. Now, I, I got a real quick question for you before I let you go. I, I'm sure you just flow in. I know you're probably exhausted, Eric, so I appreciate you, t- right. you taking the time. I really do appreciate it. Thank you. But I'm curious, what was there a film, an animated film when you were a kid? Who? What were your favorite sort of – was it Warner Brothers? Was it – what was it in, as, as you were growing up that really influenced you in, in animation? You know, I'm not going to lie to you. I wasn't like a film person, you know, film buff growing up, an animation buff growing up. I came to this thing rather late in life. I mean, I did have a favorite animated film that I saw 15 or 20 times, um, which was Yellow Submarine. Um, Good choice. You know, which I saw opening weekend uh, in New York, and then I, you know, saw it a couple, three times a year because it would play, you know, continually um, throughout growing up. Um, and then, and then I would just say generally I had sort of a crazy cinematic upbringing because my mom was a, you know, quote unquote, free spirit hippie. And so I got to see all kinds of crazy films that, uh, no child should really ever see. Um, <laughs> Did, and I, so, you know, Nicholas Rogue and, yeah. you know, Stanley Kubrick and, um, <laughs> you know, all the French directors and whatnot. Um, and so looking back on that, 
you know, I think that was sort of informed New York Children's a little bit, because looking back on that, those were the films yeah. that were for adults that meant more to me than, um, you know, whatever, bed knobs and broomsticks or something. Right. But uh, it was really, um, you know, it was really after the film festival launched in, um, in New York that I really dove deep into animation. We did in the year 2000, we did a big Japanese animation retrospective. Uh, 50 years of anime yeah. um, and this sort of somewhere in the research for that kind of you know got the bug I guess um, yeah but it's been fun yeah we'll keep it up keep yeah. it up again the film the, the I'm sorry the film festival is called animation is film you go to animation is film.com find out more about it it's starting this coming Friday night October 20th and 21st and 22nd at the TCL Chinese Theater it used to be the Grumman's Chinese. People who know that, they'll know where this is. It's right in the heart of Hollywood near Franklin. And I want to say yeah. Hollywood and Boulevard. I think it's right. Well, you can't Hollywood and Highland. Yeah, Hollywood, yeah, well, yeah Highland. And the the yeah. Grumman's Chinese, yeah. men's Chinese. Yeah. It's just a – yeah. It is iconic to a theater to be at, and what a wonderful event to be there for. Again, animation is film. Eric Beckman, thank you so very much for really your time. It, Mike. You're so Thanks welcome. So much. Thanks for being here. Okay, bye bye. You've been listening to Film School Radio, the on-air online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films. You can find out more about the program at filmschoolradio.com. I'm your host, Mike Kaspar. Thank you for tuning in, and we'll see you next week with another edition of Film School Radio.